Welcome to the Archways Podcast. Archways is a production of Johnson C. Smith University and is being recorded in the studios of JCSU in Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. My name is Brian Jones, and I will serve as your co-host and moderator for the Archways Podcast. I'm also the Dean of the College of Arts and Letters and Associate Professor of History. And I am Dr. Matthew DeForest, Associate Professor of English and Chair of the Department of Languages and Literature, and your co-host for the Archways. We are pleased to offer this podcast as one piece in a larger educational initiative that we've launched at JCSU. In the spring of 2016, JCSU will be pleased to formally open the Center for American Culture and Race on the campus of our partner institution, Guangdong Baiyun University, GBU, in the city of Guangzhou, China. The American experience cannot be understood without engaging issues of race and ethnicity, especially those of African Americans. JCSU, one of our nation's historically black colleges and universities, will showcase this experience for the Chinese at the GBU Center for American Culture and Race, CACR. GBU is a prestigious private university located in Guangzhou, the third largest city in China, and the political, economic, technological, educational, and cultural hub of southern China. It has been recognized as a model private university and one of the top 20 Chinese private universities. JCSU has established a long-term partnership with GBU through the Fulbright-Hayes Group Projects Abroad program, which I direct. The uniquely focused center will set the African-American experience within the historical and contemporary context through books, multimodal digital documents, streamed media, and faculty and student exchanges. A nuanced view of racial issues through physical and electronic resources will be provided to Chinese audiences to promote an understanding of America and provide a lens for self-examination and grassroots U.S.-Chinese engagement. These podcasts will be a central part of that effort, and we are excited to bring it to you. We're excited also to note our partners at GBU, including GBU's Vice President, Dr. Jing Shen, who will provide oversight on establishing this center and setting up physical and digital libraries on the GBU campus with the assistance of U.S. student interns and faculty. The College of Arts and Letters at JCSU will support the CACR by sending faculty experts and generating digital content that frames the American and African-American experience for Chinese audiences. By exchange, GBU will send several faculty members and student interns to JCSU to obtain first-hand knowledge and experience with American culture. Mrs. Anna Wood of the Government-Sponsored Programs Office at JCSU will be instrumental in this effort as well. Indeed, it was Anna and myself who had several meetings with uh, GBU personnel to discuss this kind of collaboration in July of 2015, and there we laid the foundation for JCSU and GBU to undertake this important initiative. We are also pleased to make special mention of the U.S. Department of State, specifically the U.S. Embassy in Beijing, which has provided the funding for the establishment and operation of the CACR. Both JCSU and GBU will make in-kind contributions to the center and share the cost along with the embassy. The Andrew W. Mellon Endowment for Faculty Development at JCSU has also supported some of our needs and the training of JCSU faculty participating in and meeting the goals of the center. A new episode of the Archways podcast will be uploaded roughly every two weeks beginning in the fall of 2015, and we intend to use the podcast for in-depth discussions with JCSU faculty, students, staff, and administrators about issues surrounding American culture and race for a Chinese audience. After this first podcast, we have designs on recording podcasts on a variety of subjects related to American culture and race, and which would be of interest to a Chinese audience. 
We plan to bring in members of the faculty and students to talk about their areas of research and teaching and experiences as we work to help non-Americans understand just why we in the United States do the things that we do. Especially as they relate to topics of race and ethnicity, we'll bring in scholars of religion, politics, history, media, culture, and more to talk about the experience of race in the United States. Also on the docket is a podcast led by several of our Chinese-American faculty members in the Chinese language about experience of being Chinese in the United States. Our first real podcast, if you will, will be upcoming in about two weeks as we introduce our partners at GBU and the People's Republic of China to Johnson C. Smith University and to HBCUs. Other podcasts will follow to include topics like American fine arts and culture, the politics of race, including a discussion of the Black Lives Matter movement, popular culture, television and movies, history and slavery, public education, and the role of media and journalism, among many others. For now, thank you for downloading the Archways podcast, and we look forward to pre providing the next one to you very soon. Until then, goodbye and take care. So, um, and one of the, the podcasts that I listen to regularly is In Our Time. Uh, it's a, a British BBC show where they talk about you know, just about any topic under the sun. Uh, but every week after the show, they, they kind of come back and try to hit those questions that they couldn't get in the time for the actual radio broadcast. Um, and it's, it's probably worth taking a couple of seconds here to do something similar to that, because what we just recorded is terribly formal. I agree. Um, and it necessarily so. I mean, we've got to start somewhere and let people know who we are and what we're doing. Uh, but the most of the podcasts coming aren't going to be anything like that. That's that's the plan, correct? No, I, I agree. I think um, an opportunity to sort of banter back and forth about some of these topics will be useful. And so I think we should start with uh, something, uh, Matt, that you mentioned in our in our previous um, very formal introduction, which yeah. is the Fulbright Haze. Mm -hmm. So perhaps you could talk a bit about what the Fulbright Haze um, uh, project is and what has happened with it so far and where we go from here and give folks an introduction to, to the ways in which JCSU and China have already come together before mm -hmm. this. Yeah, the, the Fulbright Haze program is designed to, um, to bridge out beyond America and, um, and give American scholars and students an opportunity to go overseas, usually overseas, uh, and engage with a foreign culture in order to promote understanding, usually bilaterally. Uh, so our students uh, from a variety of Charlotte institutions, uh, the institutions we've had students come from, JCSU, uh, Queen's University of Charlotte, the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and um, South Piedmont Community College. Uh, and those students have gone over to China for six weeks to try to take their language skills from solid intermediate skills to more advanced skills. Um, and, and while doing so, necessarily engage with the Chinese culture and, and try, to, try to learn more about uh, the way Chinese life is lived. Um, and uh, they've really enjoyed it. And, and the feedback that we've always gotten is um, how excited they are about their time at GBU. Um, the one of the students, the year that I was there, talked about in the uh, in the formal send off how um, you travel to China to learn the language, you um, travel to GBU to learn about your friends, mm. 
Um, so they they really thought an awful lot of the school, and it seemed like a great place to continue on a partnership uh, and, and to try to, to develop further ties between our two institutions and our two countries. And so for the Fulbright-Hayes then, the students um, from these various institutions in the United States go for a grand total of about six weeks, is yep. that right? And the first the way we've got it set up right now is that uh, students go for about the first three weeks on the campus of GBU. Yes. And for the second three weeks, they go where? Uh, they Initially, the divide was between uh, GBU and Beijing. Uh, now it's Xi'an. But the uh, yeah the first three weeks coming up will be at GBU again. And you've been to, to GBU for this experience yes. already, and uh, and I've been as well. Um, so both of us have been uh, to to participate in the um, the study of uh, Chinese language and culture, which is to say that we watched our students participate in the, <laughs> yes. the study of Chinese language and culture. Um, but that GBU was a very uh, a, a nice fit for them. It's a it's a nice sort of cozy campus and. Uh, the student leaders on campus were particularly helpful, and, and it was just an all-around nice place for them to be. Yeah. And, and as a result of that uh, experience, and, and, and Matt, you went a few years back, uh, yep. two years back. Two years ago. And I just went uh, last summer, uh, July of 2015. And, uh, and while we were there, the, the staff at GBU, including uh, the uh, new vice president for international programs, Dr. Shin, um, asked about future programs. And uh, at the moment that we were meeting to talk about future collaborations, our colleague Anna Wood, who works in one of our grants offices on campus, reached out to Dr. DeForest and I about an opportunity to get support for a, a new, uh, for a cultural center. Mm -hmm. Now these centers um, are modeled really on the Confucian centers in the United States. So yep. in the case of the Chinese government, they sponsor and support a variety of Confucian centers across the country in the United States, and they're designed to introduce Americans to the Chinese language and culture. And the U.S. State Department, not to be outdone, wished to provide a reciprocal. And mm -hmm. so they've created this uh, American Cultural Center model, and the uh, Dr. DeForest wrote up a, a wonderful grant proposal with, uh, with the GSPAR office, and, uh, and they are funding, this is the United States Embassy in Beijing, are funding large portions of this uh, center. They're going to provide uh, support for faculty and student exchanges, for the hardware for, for these podcasts set up, uh, for the um, uh, setup of the center itself. And, uh, and so, whereas a Confucian Center in the United States teaches ch the Americans about Chinese language and culture, we're going to be going to GBU to do the same uh, for American culture and race. And and we are in as an HBCU in a um, in a unique position to offer something that most schools in America can't, um, and and that's the the conversation about race. Um, because it, it is something that dates back to the beginning of our republic. Uh, and it's, it's something that people around the world uh, sometimes have a difficult time wrestling with and figuring out what is going on over there and why are things are the way they are. Right. Um, and it's, it's our chance to, to be an important part of this so that uh, the Chinese people as a whole uh, can be invited in to understand a little bit of the the complexities of the conversation. Right. And so one of the core aspects of this will be the actual center itself. So imagine a physical space um, on the campus of GBU, which at this point we understand is going to be um, the uh, amalgamation of two classrooms. They're going to take two classrooms and turn them into one. 
and uh, effectively create a, a study suite slash lab slash lecture hall, uh, if you will, which will become the new Center for American Culture and Race. Um, it'll be set up with appropriate computer technology, including uh, iMac computers, iPads, and um, iTouches to support the multimodal transmission of documents, these podcasts, uh, but also um, audio and video, including music. And we intend also to supply artwork, um, original American artwork, to put on the walls there as well. Yep. And I'll be heading over there sometime in the very near future to uh, to work on that uh, in terms of both the setup uh, of the equipment, the 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 part of the setup that that we uh, are responsible for doing, and of course the our partners at GBU are, are more than capable of setting up the computers themselves. But there there are a few settings in there that'll be our requirement to handle. Um, and and perhaps if I'm fortunate, I'll get a chance to to talk to a class or engage with people there. Right. Yeah. I think that was sort of a part of the hope is that you would be the first scholar to actually uh, be on ground as it relates to the center, and give a talk of some sort um, uh, within your area of expertise about um, American culture and race to to the Chinese audience. So that would sort of be the official. The informal uh, the, start. Excuse me, right, the informal start, correct, yeah. right, a sort of uh, soft launch, if you will, of the center. Um, and, of course, at the same time that this is happening, we expect uh, that these podcasts will have already been up and running, and you'll be able to have downloaded this in advance of that. Uh, that's the hope, at least. Um, we do have in mind also a, a more formal opening for the center, which will come in the spring of 2016, which uh, Dr. DeForest mentioned in his comments. Uh, that will be uh, once the center is fully complete, once the podcasts are fully up and running, once we've even begun the student exchanges, we will, we will send um, the president of Johnson C. Smith University, Dr. Ronald L. Carter, uh, to GBU to formally open the center on behalf of JCSU and in cooperation with his partners over there. Uh, we also will invite and expect representation from the American consulate in Guangzhou uh, as a representative of the U.S. Department of State and as an observer on behalf of the U.S. Embassy in Beijing. The consulate officer or officers will be there to sort of participate in the center's opening uh, as a reflective uh, institution and uh, as a representative of um, the United States government in that way. Yeah, and I, I suppose in the in the spirit of the informality and the transparency thing this this is going to be a big venture um, and it's exciting mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 something I'm very happy to be a part of but um, you know, gentle listeners you can't see the whiteboard that's behind me that lists out all the things that we have to do to make sure that uh, that we stick to this timeline mm -hmm. um, but it, it is um, it is a big project and it's it's one that I'm sure that we will occasionally slip up on, so don't hold us too tightly to the whole uh, every two weeks. Mm. That's much more approximate some days than others. Um, but it, it is something that we as an institution are committed to and, and that GBU is clearly committed to. Um, it, it's given some of the recent events, I, I think it's increasingly important for people around the world to, to work harder to understand one another. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and your comment about the partners at GBU is absolutely correct. They've been extremely enthusiastic about this from the very beginning, um, excited to have the center on campus, excited to yep. bring faculty and students there, excited to send their faculty and students here. 
um, there's a lot of, um, of cultural interchange that has already taken place. In fact, Matt, I, I, we talked about this briefly, but um, Professor Shin and I corresponded over email over the course of several days in which we were talking with Anna Wood about the, the, uh, the Memorandum of Understanding, which helped to create this center. We have to agree as universities and institutions about, this, about what's going to take place and how it's yep. going to take place. So a pretty common you know, uh, document. But the document was originally drafted in English and needed to be translated into Chinese for purposes of the GBU end. And uh, Anna Wood, our, our very gracious um, Chinese-American colleague in the GSPAR office, the Government-Sponsored Programs and Research Office, um, did the translation on behalf yep. of Smith. And there was uh, a conversation about the translation of the term race. Mm-hmm. Um, American culture and were easy translations, but when we got to questions about what the term race meant, the Chinese understanding of the term race was distinct from the way Americans might understand it. Right. And in the case of the United States, we, we typically refer to race, and when we discuss issues of race, we really are talking about issues of, of uh, appearance and skin tone, literally, yeah. as opposed to the Chinese interpretation of a term like race, which would connect directly to ethnic identity. Uh, in the case of the Chinese, who have, of course, many multi-ethnic, uh, a multi-ethnic society with many populations uh, of different ethnicities and languages and cultures embedded in it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the United States, we, we, we do have that. I mean, there's no question we have ethnic diversity. But when we talk about race, we talk about folks who are Americans in every sense of the word. And in this particular case, we refer to their skin tone to describe race. So it's a very yeah. sort of unique conversation that's already begun taking place. And it's one that we want to get better about going forward to make sure that we are describing these things appropriately. So, uh, having said all that, um, we are going to um, to close down this podcast for now. We'll we'll uh, we'll be back again very soon with a, an additional uh, version. Um, it'll be episode one, I think. Um, this might be episode zero, so we hope to get those in in the proper order, and that will be a, a, a topic um, of scholarly interest and a, a more substantive conversation about uh, issues related to American um, uh, culture and race. All right. Sounds good. All right, terrific. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, check back again to download, and we'll have uh, more information about uh, all of our credits and such going forward. Uh, Until now, we're signing off. The Archways Podcast is a production of Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina, USA, in partnership with the Guangdong Bayun University and Guangzhou's People's Republic of China. Archways is made possible through generous funding from the United States Embassy in Beijing, China, and through the College of Arts and Letters at Johnson C. Smith University. Additional support has been provided by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation. Subscribe to this podcast through iTunes. You can email us at jcsuartsletters at gmail.com.